Hi, I'm Cheryl and Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel. Hello, this is Michael Horse. Do you enjoy listening to Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the podcast? Have you picked up our book yet? Twin Peaks Unwrapped, the book. That has over 100 cast and crew who have contributed to this book. And it's, I think people really love it. I mean, we also have community commentary where a lot of the community have participated in this. It's just a great book. We recommend you pick it up at bluerosemag.com. Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. Hi, Brian. Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm well. You know, I think this week we're supposed to have Mark Givens on the show. This is why I never <laughs> say who we're going to have on the show, because I think we're going to change things up. We'll, we'll put Mark Givens' show up uh, next week. Yeah, um, something fell in our laps this week that was was just like we had to get it out there. Yeah, first uh, we we really wanted to see uh, Lucky, the film with Harry Dean Stanton, mm-hmm. and we were thinking we were going to see it maybe in a few weeks, and then I uh, we found out there was a, a showing of it uh, early that we could go and see, and we checked it out. Yeah, by luck and by chance, we actually got to interview John Carroll Lynch, the director of the film. So without further ado, here's our interview. What's the matter, huh? President Roosevelt escaped. What are you talking about? Presidents. Which one? Roosevelt. Yeah, which one? No, my tortoise. President Roosevelt. He escaped. How does a hundred-year-old tortoise escape? I left the gate open when I went to check the mail. Where's your mailbox? You're <laughs> I saw him eyeing that gate the other day. He had to have timed it out perfectly. I searched our entire neighborhood. Did you search your entire yard? <laughs> hey, we're talking about his best friend here. Thank you, Lucky. You're welcome, Alan. So, Brian and I, we saw Lucky at the Art House Theater Day, uh, September 22nd, and it was so good. I thought it was such a special film. I, I'm so impressed with what you've done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Where'd you see it? Uh, we saw it at the Amherst Cinema in Amherst, Massachusetts. Yeah. So how did this film come about? Can you share with us how this all came? Well, the film was written and conceived, I mean, originally conceived by uh, Logan Sparks and Drago Samantha. They're friends of mine, and uh, Drago's an old friend of mine, and I knew uh, Logan through uh, Harry Dean. I'd met them both uh, in the company of Dabney Coleman. Anyway, they wrote this beautiful script 
and approached me as a as an actor. And then a couple of months, which I said yes to, I'd be happy to. Hmm. I, a couple of months later, they called me and wondered if I wanted to direct it. That's how it began. Nice, nice. Wow. And so uh, Logan Sparks is a longtime friend of Harry Dean Stanton, and he's kind of said this film is kind of like a love letter. Can, can you tell us more about like what the film is about? Well, they were driving down, uh, uh, they were driving across the desert to Iowa, Logan, and they, they were talking about ways in which they could maybe work with Harry Dean or write something for Harry Dean. And so they wrote this, uh, came up with this idea of kind of this. Uh, this loner guru on the edge of this small desert town, and that's mm. how it began. And, but they 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 were inspired by uh, Harry Dean as a person and as a performer, and they wanted to work with him. Uh, uh, Logan said, you know, he was his longtime assistant as well, and just I wanted to work with him and not just for him. Yeah, that's really cool. And and what can you tell us about working with Harry? Like, how was that relationship? As as you, this is your first time directing this film, and then working with this legend. Well, uh, 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 I mean, working with Harry is uh, is great. He was great, but it was not. Uh, he does not suffer fools, and so I needed to prevent myself from being foolish um, <laughs> as a first-time film director. So, I had had I've worked on sets for quite a long time as an actor, and, mm -hmm. and uh, so that was the the process was uh, taking that experience and what I learned from other directors and putting it into play. And to help uh, with the creation of the character of Lucky, that is kind of inspired by the actor playing it, but not exactly like the actor playing. Yeah, and I had read that he's like uh, Harry Dean. Actually, would uh, question sometimes what <laughs> things <laughs> what he was doing. Like, I guess for example, like you know, he had this red light, and he's like, "Why does it have to be red?" Yeah. And it's like for you as a director. Oh yeah, well in the. <laughs> In the reading of the thing, he, he was like, does, does this have to, we have this uh, red alley scene in the, in the movie, and in the middle of it, he just goes, does it have to be red? <laughs> I was like, we're in the middle of the, we're in the middle of the reading, and I was like, uh, well, yeah, and he goes, no, wouldn't it be better if it was white? Uh, Can we talk about it after the reading? You want, to, you want to have it now? And he goes, no, we have it there. Yeah. And he goes back into the reading. But he, he was always questioning things. I mean, that's what actors do. They, they question it. Hmm. Why is this in the script? Why isn't this in the script? Uh, that's what they—that's what they do, and that's certainly what he did. He really took it on after a while. After he realized we were actually going to make this movie, he really took it on strongly and did beautiful work in the film. Yeah, I think it's great that you know you've been an actor for a long time, and so I think you probably understand actors. And I—I I mean, that must have really helped in, in being a director to under be in their shoes already. I. I think that uh, uh, directors, most of the directors I've worked with who are excellent, understand the acting process quite well, even if they don't act themselves or have acted themselves. Yeah. Um, it's it's obviously an absolute necessity to uh, you know to at some point hire actors. At least for now, we'll see what happens in twenty years. But at least for now, it's you still have to hire actors, yeah. and, uh, and each uh, any actor with their salt is going to try to bring themselves to the role. As fully and completely as they can, they'll they'll try to um, inhabit the character uh, as they see it, and as you try to guide them to see it, and yeah. and that's that's your job. So uh, having some experience with that, as I have, um, certainly was uh, was a part of the the job of being a director that I had the most experience in. After that, uh, there were many things that I I had heard about and had. Uh, understood them intellectually and, and to some degree technically, but not experientially, and that was 
the ways in which uh, uh, movies are uh, edited, the uh, um, color time, all those kinds of technical aspects, yeah. which were new to me in experience, not new to me in, in understanding. Yeah. I, it's it's kind of hard to believe this is your first film that you've directed because I, I really is a beautiful picture. Very and, beautiful, yeah. And and just the way you've done the shots and the way, I mean, yeah, everything, I, I, I you know, I got the chance to watch it again and seeing the opening and I said, boy, the way you establish things, they really do pay off later on in the film. And it's like, wow, you really have a great eye. And yeah, I was just really impressed with your Thank style. You. It's really something else. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was a it was a it was a it was a joy to to uh, to have an opportunity to build the world, and to uh, and to have the conversation with the audience as director, um, in the way in which the film was shot and edited. But the screenplay was such a, a very strong screenplay. It um, it was uh, it it was a great uh, blueprint for the for the material, and then to be able to work with Harry and have his work and. Uh, obviously, David's work in the movie is excellent, and uh, so is everybody else. Everybody else just gave plenty of material to create the final product out of. Yeah. And us being a Twin Peaks Unwrapped podcast, we're yeah. really into David Lynch. And so how did David Lynch get involved in this project? Uh, he was uh, he was recommended by, you won't be surprised, by uh, Harry himself, who was going to play Howard, and he, he gave up. He came up with David's name, and we all agreed that that was a great idea. We found out if he could do it, and he was in the midst of post-production of Twin Peaks. But his love for Harry uh, really, you know, paid off for us because he was willing to find uh, the time we needed in a very busy time for him to uh, to act in the film. And he came so prepared and so ready to play Howard. Uh, it was a it was a he was he was very respectful. And, just basically treated it as as any actor I think he would imagine he would want to have on his side. Yeah, was it kind of surreal to be directing David Lynch? Did you have a moment of this is kind of weird? Uh, I didn't ever have a I didn't ever have like an out of body kind yeah. of like, yeah. <laughs> moment. It was it came it came late in the uh, it came late in the, in the schedule. So in some ways I was I was more comfortable with with the. Um, with the role I was I was taking on as part of as being a director, um, and David was so open to direction and so uh, respectful that it didn't ever feel it didn't ever feel uh, uncomfortable. He just treated it as an actor, and I treated it as a director. And uh, and uh, if he if he did have any problems with what I was doing on the set, he didn't mention it on the day. Uh, I I also uh, I also think that. Um, you know, he had his hands full as a as an actor. He had a lot of material in a short period of time, so yeah. he was focused on that. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, there were many times in the, uh, you know, in the process where it, it, in those two days, it, we really needed him to be rock solid, and he was. That's awesome. Yeah, the without, I mean, don't want to ruin a thing, but he has a little speech, and it it was very powerful. Like yeah. uh, and David funny, Lynch and funny. And at funny. The same time. It was funny to have something that was very meaningful, but also have some comical yeah. to it. Yeah, I like that. Something. And well, it was, it was positively it was positively Lynchian, really. Yes, uh, uh, really was the humor inside this very moving thing. He, he never uh, uh, the speech was written so beautifully, and he was really excited to say it. I mean, he really he called up. Uh, Logan, after he said yes, and he said, I just love that speech. I love that about the tortoise. It's great. Oh. It's really good to be able to have an opportunity on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that and the the friendship between uh, Harry's character and Lynch's character came very natural. I mean, it just you could feel that chemistry and that friendship. Came right off the screen. It really did. Yeah. I, I just loved it. And even the whole bar. Well, because they know each other, they know yeah. each other so well as people, and it was a great shorthand. I've I've had the opportunity to play with uh, play with friends and to play friendships with close friends on film and on stage and. There's nothing like having that shorthand in those years between people. It's it's, it's very difficult to establish that uh, so quickly with people that you don't know. So it was a it was a big leg up uh, the warmth that David and uh, and uh, Harry have for each other and and how that had exhibited itself when they were acting those two parts. Yeah. Do you have any like memories of of you know I, I it was this was done in 18 days? Is that right? It was like 18 days you you filmed this? That's correct. 18 yeah. days. 18 days. Yeah, 18 days. So, was there any memories that you could share with us working on actually making the film? Well, a great David memory was uh, uh, when we were working on uh, the, there's a, a, a fight, an argument at the bar that uh, David participates in. And, and uh, uh, Harry was having difficulty uh, getting to these run of lines that he was, he turns the argument on to Elaine, who's played by Beth Grant. And, he was really struggling getting there. He would get to that point, it would just fall off the table. He just could not remember that beat. He was so frustrated. Just why am I even saying this? And I explained <laughs> what I thought the reason why. And he did what I've done a thousand times, which is turn to my fellow actor, in this case with David, uh, for leverage against the director. And, mm. uh, and he turned to David and he goes, David, do you understand why I'm doing this? And he said, yes, I do, Harry. I understand. Uh. And he goes, well, why? And, uh, and, David turned to me, and I waited for a minute. And I said, no, go ahead. And I said, go ahead and say whatever you want to say. And he, he turned to Harry and said, it's not my place to say, Harry. Huh. Wow. So it, was, it was just like, I'm going to let you direct it. Yeah. yeah. That's you. awesome. And uh, I really appreciated that. That is really cool. Yeah, that is oh, cool. Wow. And, and it's sad that, you know, Harry passed away. It was recently. It was only, it seems like a few weeks ago. And was there, did he get the chance to see the movie before he passed away? Sadly, he did not. We uh, we wanted to, and he wanted to see it on the big screen. He was a big screen kind of guy, and uh, it seemed like that was going to be possible. And then uh, things, uh, you know, took a turn, and he never got an opportunity. We never got an opportunity to show him. Yeah, and I thought I'd read somewhere where you guys did get together with him recently, just to kind of have a, a gathering, just to hang out and stuff. Is that right? Did you have? Some uh, there were there were people who were able to go to the hospital. David uh... did. He went to visit him in the hospital. Oh. Um, I I was not uh, able to do that. Right. Uh, David was, and other, uh, others were. But we did have a get-together kind of a dinner in his honor uh, oh. as things looked up. And there were quite a few people there. And That's they, nice. Uh, they carried quite well. And it was great to hear their stories from years ago and to uh, to also share the stories of him more yeah. uh, recently. I'm trying to remember what the, how the quote goes. It's like the uh, lifetime film, like his lifetime film or something like that. The exact quote on the poster yeah. is. Yeah. But it really is. Oh, it's uh, it's the, uh, you know, it's a, it is the it is literally a role of a lifetime. Yeah, everything the role of a lifetime. Yeah. Up, everything that's happened up till now. And, and, yeah. And, and I don't want to give away anything. For the role of a lifetime. Oh, role of a lifetime. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to give much away, but like I love that. 
I love his performance, and there is some singing, and there's just so much. I mean, that I everything him, everything him, and sometimes yeah. he doesn't even have to talk. It's just the the, the the facial movements or the way he acts, and I, it, it really was incredible to see him on film, and this being his last film, it's, yeah, yeah it was something special. Yeah, there are very few actors who have the ability to uh, express themselves so purely in silence, mm. uh, so well and so clearly to an audience, and he does that well, and of course. It was absolutely crucial in the film that he was able to do that. So yeah. um, it was an honor to be able to direct my first feature to begin with, and then to be able to direct it with uh, Harry Dean Stanton as number one on the call sheet. That was uh, pretty special. Very, yeah. Something. Do you think you'll do some more directing? I know you're always so busy at acting, but do you think you'll get maybe? I look forward. To, I would. I look forward to the next opportunity to uh, to tell stories uh, from the director's chair and also from the from. My uh, position in the storytelling as an actor, I love, I love both of those things. I'm writing it. I just really love the process of putting together uh, mm. films uh, and also to, to uh, act in them. They're just, it's just a lot of fun. The whole process is a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope people, a lot of people see this film and they see what an amazing yeah. work you've done and they like, you know, they start calling Thank you me. for all these projects because you deserve it. You really do. And uh, Well, uh, as they say, from your mouth to God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely. No, I mean, it's. Uh, I'd, I'd love to do some more and uh, I'm hopeful that uh, this movie will be a calling card for more work. Uh, that being said, I'm, I hope it's, it doesn't have to be to be incredibly satisfying that this got made and that people are getting a chance to see and celebrate uh, Harry Dean's work and, yeah. uh, and along with that, uh, David's work in the film because I think his acting is, is excellent in the film. It really yeah, is. definitely. We only got probably another minute with you or so, but I just want to say, you know, I saw, it was about a week ago, Channel Zero, No End House, and you were in that, and I thought you were fantastic in that as well. And there's like all kinds of emotions. Thank you. You, you know, you go from this really uh, loving family and then tragedy and then it, there's some scary stuff and, and all involved with you, which I think is, is really cool. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Well, this, uh, that, is a, that is a tremendously scary show. Uh, uh, it's going to get worse from here. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if, you love, if you love horror, it's, it's, a, it's a great show. I, I, I uh, think Stephen Pyatt, McIntosca, um, did a beautiful job. The 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 um the, the cast is great. Amy Forsyth and Shadid and uh, Jeff Ward among others. Uh, it's great and and the character that I play in the film is uh is uh, deceptive in every hmm. possible way. Ah. So uh, I just uh, he's 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 got quite a he's, there's, it's quite a journey from uh, from here till the end. Five more weeks. I'm intrigued. Yeah, very intrigued. Pretty cool. And, and currently, you're, you're you're back as Twisty, American Horror Story, as well. Yeah, that's right. I, I was able to go uh, to go have the opportunity to put on the old uh, the old Motley again. It was uh, it was fun, and uh, I love playing with those guys. It's great to be on that set. It's always one of the best casts on television, so it's nice to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. so like it was so great to see your character come back and. The clowns, everyone's having, you know, with it being the biggest movie, and then now you're back as the <laughs> one of the scariest clowns on TV. It's uh, clowns yeah, are coming back. Uh, people are uh, seem, can't seem to get enough of scary clowns. Yes. 
So, so for real clowns, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, we basically got a preview, I guess, of of your film Lucky. Is 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 it this upcoming weekend that it's going to be nationwide, or can you tell us more how we can see it? Your opens film? September 29th in New York and Los Angeles. It then starts opening wider and wider and wider. You can go to all your pictures to find out where near you, and when near you, it's going to open. And if you don't find that, please feel free to. Contact your local theater and implore them to uh, to um, exhibit the movie there. It's a it's a really special picture, and it is uh, it is a movie that can that uh, that features Harry Dean Stanton in uh, an exquisite performance. Yes, I can't agree enough. I can't agree. Yeah. You got I definitely everybody who's listening. I definitely recommend going and checking out the film. Thank you, John, so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you, and have a great night. Have a great day, rather. Take care. You too. All right. Thanks. Thank you. And thank you, John Carroll Lynch, for being on today's show. We appreciate it. We were lucky to have him on today because we did not, you know, we saw the film this past weekend. We saw a screener, like you, you said before, and this interview just happened. It was something we didn't really, we weren't pushing for it. Yeah, but I mean, it just kind of happened. We, we reached out. We yeah. said, "Hey, wouldn't it be something that you know David Lynch is in the film and Harry Dean Stanton, who's been in Twin Peaks? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool if we could talk about that?" And there was a connection, and it feels very much a little bit like a straight story, a little bit. I mean, it's got some kind of a vibe like that. Yeah, which, definitely. I got yeah. the same thing. It, you know, in my neck of the woods, it wasn't going to be playing until October, and then in your neck of the woods, it was playing in October as well. You know, Ben calls me up Saturday. Hey, it's playing Sunday night. We should go. Yes. So I drove up to Amherst, and me, uh, Ben and myself, we, we saw the film, and we both loved it. The audience loved it. Yeah. Um, we walked out of there, and, you know, there were some folks just saying it was just so nice to see a film that didn't have any violence. It was just a human story piece. Yeah. And Harry Dean Stanton, how great. It was to see him have his own his own movie, and it's loosely based on him. Right. I mean, it was very he, special. What an incredible performance he gave. I mean, it yeah. really was special. I mean, it is true that sometimes the silence is as good as you know the words that he speaks. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, just the. It was interesting to see like the day in the life of this character that he was playing too, and to see this the task that he did and the things that he did, and like I think in the beginning we we think he's one way. And I definitely, by the end, you realize, you know, he's a little more complicated and he's mm -hmm. not like, you know, things that we think he's he has issues with. He might not be having these issues. It's just it's just trying to get a better sense of who this guy was. And Yeah. And he, it's a movie about who he wants to be and um, things are happening to him. And how is he going to deal with these problems in life? And it it's definitely talks about, about mortality that, you know, we're all going to die someday. We're yep. all, I mean, I, and I think that's something that, I mean the character is sick or anything it's just dealing with the fact that you know the guy is getting old he was i think the character is 90 years old yeah and yeah and that's something to think about like how do we how do we look at life as yeah. we get older yeah definitely and there's actually a documentary about harry dean's life uh partly fiction yes um it, it's funny that like when you know when harry dean stanton passed away i i felt like i really needed to find some music of his because i knew he mm -hmm. he sang in movies and he's and he did something he did and and so I found the album, the music album to that documentary, not really even seeing the documentary. And Brian, you went the other yes. way and you were looking at the docu or, you know, clips of the documentary. So it's funny that I went the music route and you went to film route. It, it, it's so weird how this worked out. So, you know, I drive up, me and Ben were sitting there in the theater before the movie started. And I was like, I'm listening to WTF's Mark Marin's podcast. He interviewed 
Harry Dean Stanton back in 2014. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Don't know how many podcasts Harry Dean Stanton has ever done. Probably the only podcast ever. It's very candid. It's very, it's rough. Uh, Mark Maron has a rough time interviewing him. But I got a chance to listen to this because they were promoting the documentary. I sit next to Ben. I said, did you know there's a documentary about him about 2014 his ex-girlfriend did? I had no idea. And he's a tough interview. Yeah. And then Ben's like, oh, did you know you put an album out? And I was like, what? So then he looks at the album, it's, and the album is the name of the documentary. Yeah. So he put the album out for the documentary. Right. Isn't that funny? It's so funny. And we're like, oh. So it's kind of cool. We came at it from different angles. angles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all kind of came together right. at the theater. It's and the funny cool. thing is, and I don't think we realized until after we left the theater that this was loosely based on Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I thought, oh, we're just watching this character, Lucky. And then you were like, I think you knew some stuff from the podcast. And I, yeah. was, I was just reading articles because I was really interested in this film. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, he he talks about, like, nothing. And he talks, I mean, like, he has this philosophy that's very similar to Lucky's philosophy. Yes. I thought that was really something. That, and that the writers did really kind of sit down with Harry Dean Stanton and try to get a sense of who he was and, and put that into the film. It truly is a love letter to who he was. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a caricature of himself, you know. And when I'm listening to the podcast, uh, Mark is asking him questions and he's answering them. And after I see the film, I was like, oh, my God, he basically said a lot of the things that they show us in the film. Isn't that something? It was really cool. And then, so... It's well worth seeing, and like John Carroll Lynch said, you know, find out where it's airing in your area. Call if you yeah. can get it to play in that area. Um, it's worth seeing, definitely. And I think yeah, it's it'll be it'll be in many theaters this weekend. Mm -hmm. I do really recommend it. I mean, it'd be great way maybe it's a, a way to honor Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, Go out definitely. there and see the film. You know, and re remembering what a great actor he was. Yeah. And the the most interesting part of the whole thing, so we see the film, I go home. Now, in the film, you heard a clip uh, during the show. David, David Lynch, Lynch talking yeah. about his lost turtle, President Roosevelt. Well, I go home, and, um, you know, I saw my girlfriend. The next day? Yeah, I saw my girlfriend about the movie. Yeah, yeah. And the very next day, she sends me a text. I just passed a sign for a missing turtle. <laughs> A tortoise, not a turtle, a tortoise, which was the same thing. David, right. it's not a turtle, it's a tortoise. Right. So, so it's very common for tortoises to go missing. So I go <laughs> and I look and it, this tortoise named Rolo is missing in my neighborhood. I thought that was, like, what, what are the what, odds? Yeah, what are the odds? What are the chances that you just go and see this film and the next day there's, there's a, a sign yeah. for it? It's like, you know. <laughs> it's so bizarre. So all these serendipitous things happen. I hope Rolo finds his home again. Right. I, or maybe I, he didn't want to go home. You know? maybe he, he was eyeing that gate. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> It was David Lynch's line there right. is, is a turtle, the tortoise uh, eyeing that door going, when that door opens, I'm making yeah. my getaway. Aww. They move so slow. Yes. You know? Uh, but excellent film. We're so grateful that uh, John Carroll Lynch came on today. And he's done so many things. Like, yeah. the guy's amazing. And we just talked a little bit about, like, you know, the, the more recent things he's been. But, yeah, it's like Fargo and so many other cool things. Yeah, and, and, he's been in Walking Dead. Right. Um, so his his list of acting goes on and on. And I think we, I, I think we kind of talked about that. Maybe that's why he is a really good director is because he's acted for so long. He gets a good sense of... 
of of where he's at, and he understands the actors, and and yeah, I mean, I think that's just it comes natural to him. Yeah, I I, I can't wait. I hope he gets to do another film because it was very beautiful. I really shot think he will. After people seeing this, when people see this, I think they'll they'll be uh, not banging down his door, yeah, asking to, to do other projects. <laughs> so with that being said. Please email us at TwinPeaksUnwrapped at gmail.com. Also, this is the last week you can get your over-the-top Mr. C t-shirt. It's going to be gone October 1st, FYI. Uh, We've been selling a lot of them. We only got a few left. This is it. Once they're gone, they're gone. October 1st. We're shutting that door down. And I just want to say I love all the people who are, uh, are sending pictures out to showing us the, the, the uh, their tees. Yes, thank we you. Christian. Christian, you know, Christian had the, our, our logo shirt, which has now been discontinued. It, it's still on there. Oh. Something else got discontinued. Oh, I was okay. wrong. Like, maybe, I gotta get I gotta get myself a copy. Ours is on there's there's some that get discontinued. I looked. Yeah. Maybe because of the labeling was off. So that's okay. my fault. That one is still existing. So our logo is up there still. So. Still there. Oh, I gotta get something it. else got pulled. Okay. It was the one it was something ah, else. Right, it fine. doesn't matter. Um so keep sending those photos in on uh, Facebook or Twitter. We're Twin Peaks Unwrapped on Facebook. Thank you for all the likes. And uh, we're still getting comments. People are going back and listening to our old shows. And they're loving my old theories. Uh, I, love, I know. We, I always say we shouldn't have done like a show just on you, on you and your theories. <laughs> a <laughs> super cutaway theories. I do think, we, I don't know what's going to happen this year, but maybe next year, I think we are going to have a segment on theories. Like we're going to yes. have, we're, 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 we're talking about that, but I think we need, maybe we, we probably want to hold off to 2018. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get back into, we'll get back into our segments maybe after these interviews and other stuff we're doing. After but, the holidays. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, we got a lot. To think about for season yeah, three. Yeah, I want to rewatch it. We we're talking yes. about this too. I, I mean, I wanted to rewatch season three, but you're talking about going all the way back. I think every Sunday I'm going to go back and to rewatch season one. Season one yeah. Watch season one. Watch season two, but skip the middle part. Don't need. Don't and, need. And then go to Firewalk with me, and then start watching season three. Because by that time, the DVDs would be out. Yes. I'll, I'll stretch it so I can get the DVDs it's exactly. That, it's not yeah. that far away. No, it's not. I'll come quick. Uh, holidays come and go so quickly. Um, so I think next week, Mark Givens, yes. a Twin Peaks special actor. Yeah, I can interview. give two clues. Okay. Two clues. Two One clues. clue, this person has been in all three seasons of Twin Peaks. Okay. And the second clue, it is an actress. Oh, wow. It's an actress. It's an actress. Wow. You've kind of narrowed it. You've, Maybe. You've 50-50, right? It's, like, you can cut out all the males on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but they were in all three seasons. Yes. Okay. So okay. those are your two clues. That will be happening next week, most definitely. If I edit the show. <laughs> ben gets it out in time. Yes. So I will work on that. Keep your ear posted. Keep your ear close to your pod catcher and you'll get it eventually maybe maybe yes um a great show it was really yeah. special it was something else i and again i can't recommend enough lucky the film there you yeah. gotta check it out so please go support lucky and we'll see you guys next week and I- In the branches that blow